1: Welcome back. This is Garden America. If you're listening on BizTalk Radio, we say welcome to hour number two. Those on Facebook Live, we just keep on rolling. We continue talking Palafox, John Magnasco, Brian Main. What's on your mind? Questions, comments? We're here to answer those. And Facebook is uh, the best way, of course. Uh, well, the only way right now, but we do answer almost immediately. So uh, whatever's on your mind as we head into spring, getting a lot of rain here in San Diego, Southern California, which is great, excellent, just prior to spring. Things looking good, and we do appreciate you being right there with with us uh john
0: i got a a question for john yeah
1: go ahead a question for
0: john after the show i've got to go out to a client's house and it's you know so much rain there was on a hillside and there was a loquat tree that kind of toppled over and didn't not a break just the soil was loose and fell out or fell over so i think loquat trees are very you know resilient they're they're Easy to grow trees, kind of a thing, right? I feel like if I can do some proper pruning on it and straighten it up, there's a chance that it'll come back. Yeah. How,
1: how long has it been? Laid just over just today. It just
0: oh, happened oh. yesterday. So yeah, it should be fine yeah. because they're they're tough, right? They, there's right. no messing with those things. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you don't mess with well, the well, low quats. It depends on what you
0: mean by that. Well, yeah. The the no first messing thing with John, in agricultural, you don't,
1: school, agricultural school, <laughs> you don't mess with low quats. You don't mess
2: with low quats. Now high quats, but are they different. just they right. just grow everywhere and anywhere that I just feel like. They're an easy to grow tree. They look like a top heavy tree, too, don't yeah. they? Because they've got the leaf uh, canopy so dense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, any tree, really, if you can pull it back up. Back up. Really? Yeah, the the problem would be that uh, if you do pull it back up, you want to make sure that it's staked. Yeah. Because those uh, roots that pulled out are going to be damaged. And until that side of the tree starts growing again, it needs something to anchor it. Yeah. Show HB... the
1: roots reestablish.
2: Yeah, okay. would be, HB 101 be a great product to put on it for like to, to get those roots growing again? Yeah, you know HB 101s a great product to put on yeah. anything that you can imagine. <laughs> no,
1: there's <laughs> well, never wait, not a time saying, is to there, use
2: well, it. I didn't know if there was any better product for like root growth. No, you know they always tell you high phosphorus. And yeah. the soils have plenty of phosphorus. So what you <laughs> need are some type of um, hormones or s- root stimulants. And those, t- those type of things. So, I think HB 101 would be good for that.
1: You know, you mm-hmm. brought up a good point, John, about phosphorus, and usually you don't need it because the ground is plenty. Right. W- what are some of the things that people are adding that they really don't need to based upon the fact that, like you said, the soil has plenty of that you're just wasting your money?
0: Phosphorus and potash usually, right? And then nitrogen Ni- what about is nitrogen, always leaching.
1: Yeah. Nitrogen so. you always need to Because it leaches all the time, right? Right.
2: Like, you you like to say, Brian, that you've got uh, the nitrogen ions taken up is nitrate, which is a negative ion. Soil um, <laughs> particles are also negative, and so they repel each other.
1: You know, it's interesting, because I understand a little more of that than you think, because I'm always <laughs> dealing with nitrogen in my aquariums. That you know, low nitrogen, Why high nitrogen. Why would you
2: think I, I would think you don't understand that? Because,
1: well, I mean, because. Because you know, you're
2: wearing my, an orange hat. My eyes started to glaze over.
1: <laughs> but uh, no, you're not, and you're right. Um, in fact, that's a good reason for, if you do have an aquarium, to keep plenty of live plants in there because they help with the nitrogen.
2: Right. Also, there's. Uh,
1: you okay, Tiger? It's a big sneeze coming out of you. It was a big sneeze, right? Just don't touch anything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you have a tape measure over there? Just make sure he's six feet from me. Um, Our soils out here, it depends where you are out west, but uh, here in Southern California, our soils are really alkaline. (laughs) And there may be enough nutrients uh, in the soil, especially minor nutrients like iron, but it's not available under alkaline conditions. So, and that's the trouble with acid-loving plants. You know, they one of the things they need is iron. They can't get it because we're in alkaline soils. So you have to acidify the soil to make that iron available.
0: That's what happens. Go ahead, Tony. When people fertilize and the plants don't respond, you know, immediately when they should, you know, in the spring and things like that, um, that's one of the next steps that they should do is do a soil pH test.
1: Do you have to do much of that when you landscape people's properties? you know, in San Diego County,
0: it's not so much, but we do see that where we will put in a landscape, and there will be areas of the yard that maybe aren't responding as well as other areas mm-hmm. of the yard. So we'll simply do a pH test in that area, and we'll find that sometimes, you know, the pendulum can shift one way or another because you never know, you never know where that what happened in that area before. You know, somebody could have been dumping something, um, they could have brought in fill from something else, and so. When plants, when you fertilize and plants don't respond to it, you know, pH is probably the next step because you want to make sure it's a good pH for them to absorb, you know, those minerals, those nutrients, depending on the plant. Um, and then once you solve that, because what what is it the two products is um, um, for adjusting the pH? I'm trying to think. Uh, in the box, they just called
2: pH adjust now, so I forget. Yeah, pH but they're chemicals.
0: It's um, aluminum? No.
2: Ammonium. Well, you usually use sulfur. To lower the lower pH, it. right? In lime to raise the pH, chelated lime. Chelated lime, no, no. that's different, right? right? Right, hydrated lime. Sometimes they use so lime to increase. Right, it. but I would say there would be virtually never would you want to use lime in Southern California. Okay, that would be my guess. Yeah. I mean, there, there's always an exception. And but that would be used in areas where they have a um, more compost soil. Well, lime lime. they use back east all the time because the soils are really acidic. They even had you know uh, acid rain at times. Our water out here is alkaline, so even if you had an acid soil, as you add water, you're going to be raising the pH automatically. So,
0: so yeah, back east more, and then you know on this, you know over here, then um, yeah, we want to drop it.
1: You know, it's funny. John can attest to this. Years ago, when we used to take a lot of phone calls, when this show was more caller driven. Somebody would call and say, "Hey, my plant's not doing well, or this or that, and I've watered." And John would say, "So, so what are you feeding it? What what kind of fertilizer?" And there's always this long pause because they know they're not, and they don't want to say it. Yeah. Uh, Well, I you know I can't remember the last time I fertilized, and you know it's it's, so getting back to that, it's funny. You've got to feed your you have to feed your plants. (laughs) Yeah. You know, just a little bit of water. But I remember those pregnant pauses, John. (laughs) Hey, we have.
2: I feel like I'm. uh, I feel really weak and run down. Well, when was the last time you, you ate? ate? Oh, gee, I can't <laughs> remember. <laughs> hey, um, were you looking at Rick's comment yeah, Rick, there? About yeah, trend, and trends in landscaping. Yeah, because this is something I noticed, and I don't know if we've really talked about it that much. But you remember the was it the '70s when rock white marble chips were popular? Oh, yeah, white ro- <laughs> you know, and then it yeah, went to exactly. a volcanic rock. Yeah, and I started to see this. Coming back again. White Rock is is that true, Tiger? I used to
1: use a lot of White Rock in the '80s. I have to admit it. Well,
2: you know, it's funny when I was reading Rick's comment,
0: and just these past two weeks, I've seen this shift in landscape. And I don't know; it's because if we're out of, you know, somewhat out of a drought here in Southern California, or if trends are changing. But I agree with you that we're seeing this complete shift in landscape. Um, design, uh-huh. yeah, exactly. and and you know you're seeing some of that rock being used now, and it's the white rock. Um, I haven't seen the volcanic rock. I I, <laughs> I don't know. That's like shag
2: carpet. Will Are we it ever, still using? Will it the ever, paint
0: paint paint ever paint 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 come paint. back? Still you know, using I got to tell paint.
2: you, my son Joe and his wife just put. A shag carpet in their house? No way, really. Yeah. In the, the whole house? No, it's just an area rug. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Is, is,
1: is this like coming back? Shag coming
2: back? Well, yeah, I, 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 you know, it I actually mean, when looked I grew pretty up, good. We
1: had shag carpet when I grew up. It was. The
2: did you have to, the rake? Yeah. T- <laughs> probably. You, I never you, took care of the. They house used to the go backyard. through and rake the yeah. shag. But,
0: but um, uh, yeah. but yeah, I am seeing a shift in in Rick. So um, you know, the other thing that I'm seeing a shift in is um, the 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 style. So a bit more of that kind of seventies kind of modern, not modern. Yeah, look. I know I know what you're
2: talking you know, about. It's, yeah.
0: it's it's weird to describe, but it's definitely not a cottage garden. It's right. not a Succulent garden. It's this kind of, I, I, I guess for lack of better terms, contemporary landscape do design. Do you even
1: sell white rock at the nursery? We actually do. <laughs> we, do. <Yes. laughs> okay. now we, we have bags of white rock. He says sheepishly. Yeah, it's yeah. it's in the back downstairs. <laughs> if, how many do you want? Hey, yeah. Uh, bags.
2: Quick out to our, our good friend Sherry. Sherry has joined us.
1: Oh, yes. yeah, absolutely. Many good memories with you, Sherry. Thank you for being there.
2: All good memories. I can't think of anything can, bad about Many cherry. good and one bad.
1: You can go ahead and read Joey's uh, comment or question there, John. As we as we get on here. So, hey, again, uh, back to my quick little uh, question, uh, Tiger. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. I'm trying to. Uh, were we uh, talking
0: about shag carpet? Or yeah, you and and
1: white rock shaman? and bark. How about bark? Yeah. Is, is that still? Well, you know the, didn't people use I, bark to keep the moisture and in? They
0: still use bark, and I do like that the trend you know, back to kind of what we're talking about with the 70s look, people are going more towards the natural bark look. Mm-hmm. I feel they're going more towards that bark chips, um,
1: more look. So I get more requests now for a natural bark. Okay, rather we're going to take a break. Natural bark when we come back at Biz Talk Radio. Facebook Live coming back almost immediately. Stay with us. We are back. Welcome to those listening on BizTalk Radio and, of course, Facebook Live, talking about the landscaping, bark, White Rock. Hey, before the break, Tiger, you were talking about, about bark, natural bark, so on and so forth.
0: Yeah, and I feel the trend is more for the natural bark um, opposed to the um, stained bark. So what or, about shredded bark? Is that what you're talking about? Well, no, I'm talking about natural bark chunks. Okay. So, you know, in the nursery, we sell a micro bark, a small bark, and a medium bark. Um, we don't sell the large bark Yeah, we just never got a lot of questions. Because I really like—I
2: don't know why—I think the best looks the shredded. The—are you talking about like the shredded redwood? They call it sometimes gorilla hair. No, no. Um, just like uh, like the Scots landscape bark, you know that type of stuff. But you also
0: like the stained red one.
2: No, stained black. Black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: know that I've seen that. that, yeah, that, that it's I've just always black. used the natural
2: It, fa- bark. it fades black. right away. Yeah. But but no, so imagine kind of more
0: of a natural wood look though. That's yeah. what I am I'm, I'm, le- I'm seeing more people go with that tendency
2: of but the But you're natural not talking wood. about the nuggets, the old bark nuggets. Yeah. That that's is what, what you're ta- ta- talking, about. What talking about. That's what I used to use. Just yeah.
0: bag and toss All it right. down there. Exactly. So I'm says
2: that's what I'm talking about.
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> seeing more people go with that bark. Opposed to the black or the red that John has mentioned, um, you know they're all beneficial. But you know I like I like that natural look. But and my favorite is the gorilla hair, the shredded. You know red
2: if look. that's I like done that. right, it's okay. But when it fades to gray, it and it's not thick enough Yeah, i think it it looks I remember I using like that.
1: white rock and then eventually after about a week or two you see little weeds coming up in between you got to pull them and you go i didn't get the root now i got to spread the rock out and get the rest of it <laughs> you know
0: oh man so yeah no um, bark is you know still popular and you know yeah a lot of people are using that as well so it's good um Joey asked a question. We find gardeners are worried about not having enough calcium in the soil.
2: It's more of a comment than a yeah. question.
0: Oh, yeah. And the Blossom and rot. Just keep the plants watered. Um, so Blossom Enra and, and calcium... That's for more of our what, what varieties of vegetables? I mean, you
2: know, obviously mainly, tomatoes. T- mainly anything in the tomato family, because Solanaceae peppers can get family, it also. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. exactly, yeah. Brian.
1: I Had to jump in there with that. There you know. comment. I, was,
2: I, I set that up for you. You Brian.
1: did. Fastballs down the middle, <laughs> <laughs> bang. What are
2: some of your favorite plant families? I oh mean, you've God. always been a big God. fan of Solanaceae.
1: I like the Solanaceae. I like the Ricardos. <laughs> I like the, the Smiths are one of my favorite families. The Johnsons. These are well, all fa- the the Jetsons. Thank you Jesus. know, in fact, our, our interview uh, with uh, Greg this morning was a it's, real George Jetson. Oh, type yeah. Of interview.
2: It sounded like a
1: <laughs> you know, drink things like that. So you know,
2: um, since we just mentioned blossom end and tomatoes, um, now's the time to be ordering your tomatoes, getting ready to plant them, right? It, it is. And time. our first shipment at Garden America of grafted tomatoes is a week from this coming Monday, okay. so March twenty third. And there is still time to get the – if you get an order in, you can still get it on the 23rd. Other than that, our next ship date is going to be April 6th. GardenAmerica.com. GardenAmerica.com, yeah.
1: Okay, I want to give a quick plug for our newsletter. If you're not a subscriber, you should definitely subscribe to our newsletter. In fact, uh, it's posted on uh, our Facebook page, and it gives you ideas of of things that you can do. It's got articles. It's got uh, information on upcoming guests. It's got a whole lot. John has articles in there, and we also post uh, from time to time – Things growing in your garden. What's growing in your garden? And John always gets credit to the person who sends the picture in.
2: Yeah. And I did make a What did you just do just now? You were all... Plugged in my computer. Oh, okay. Uh, You know, I wanted to mention on, if you you are ordering tomatoes from GardenAmerica.com, that this year we have three collections, which I think makes uh, us the least expensive source for grafted tomatoes in the country. Wow. Wow. If not the world, Brian.
1: How do we do it? Volume, volume, right?
2: Volume. <laughs> so we've got uh, an heirloom collection where you get three tomatoes for 19.95, and you get uh, one each of Brandywine, Cherokee Purple, and Mortgage Lifter,
1: and that's all at GardenAmerica.com.
2: Right? Then we got a Cherry Popping collection.
1: Popping cherries again? Are you?
2: Cherry Popping Daddies. The um,
1: oh, that was a group, no, that was a group, sweet, yeah, a yeah band. like Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: So, uh, on that, you get three varieties of cherry tomatoes, all really sweet. And then this year, we added a cream of the crop collection. So, the new tomatoes, cream of the crop tomatoes that are coming from AP Whaley um and they're all relatively new and i think two of them might have been all american selections and you can read about them if these sound new to you just mm-hmm. go to gardenamerica.com and read all about get them
1: get your tomatoes in
2: yeah
0: and i i um i made a post earlier about some news for san diego and i feel bad for saying it now after you guys did all the promotion for the tomatoes but at missiono's nursery we have a wonderful selection of tomatoes from the Tomato Mania event. Really neat varieties, really unique stuff. And if you live in San Diego and you go into Mission Hills Nursery this weekend to get tomatoes, you can buy one and get two free.
1: Buy one, get two free. Mission Hills yeah. Nursery. If you live in San Diego. Well, I mean, if you want to drive from well, LA or of somewhere else,
0: you can go there. It, just, just let them know that you heard. Um, this on Garden America, and you can go there and buy get one it. get two. Exactly.
1: And what's your address on Fort Stockton?
2: One five two five Fort Stockton Drive. How about that? That reminds me of what my first job in the industry was at Frank's Nursery I back love the in Frank Detroit. Stories.
1: Always love these stories.
2: This was they had a uh, a manager trainee. That had come. His major was German and radio, of all things. German and radio. German and radio. Okay, That's two majors in college.
1: It's one of my majors. But go ahead. So he
2: didn't know a lot about plants, but he but he came to work and Frank's uh, Tiger reminded me of this was running a sale where you buy two bags of white marble chip and you get one free, and um, somebody came in and told him, you know, I want to buy. Twenty bags, and so I'll get ten free. And the guy said, "Oh yeah, we'll load those up for you." And he goes, "You know what? But I, they're too heavy to take in my car at one time. Let me just take the ten free ones now, and then I'll come back and get the twenty later." Loaded up ten bags. The guy took off. Never showed up. Never saw him again. <laughs> really. Oh, God. I, and wow. then, then when we talk to the manager Trey to explain his mistake, he says, "Yeah, but we didn't lose anything." And I go, "What are you talking about?" He says, "Those were the free ones." <laughs> <laughs> the joke's on him.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. Love that. Okay. Do we have uh, dwarf tomatoes? Uh, Linda wants to know, John.
2: We have two, but they they will not be ready for shipment uh, for a few weeks. Okay. There was a. Uh, 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 kind of a seed failure, meaning it didn't get planted in time. So we will have uh, Tasmanian chocolate and uh, I did a rod red. Okay. But uh, I think the earliest earliest we can get those out is going to be probably mid April.
1: Mid April, Linda. Right. So uh, keep uh, keep checking with uh, our show and uh, GardenAmerica.com.
2: Right. And, all the and- all the grafted ones are available now, but those two are of the dwarf super dwarfs or not. And now you mentioned that tomato. I think it was last week, and how
0: somebody was ordering them and wasn't reordering. You said that, that it was comes, Tasmanian chocolate,
2: and it
1: comes from seed. Dwarf comes true again? from
2: seed, right? It okay. keeps
1: reproducing itself every year, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: It was all those two were part of the dwarf tomato project. Wait, we, we've talked about this. Remember, Brian, that it was an international internet project, and just because growers all over the world were able to communicate with each other and ship seeds around the world that they developed all these dwarf tomatoes and guess what it's time for a break all right let's take one we're going to take a quick break here biz talk
1: radio facebook live garden America is coming right back stay with us okay round two name something that's not boring
0: Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, formally prohibited
1: by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
1: We continue, if you're uh, listening on BizTalk Radio, this is our number two. Facebook Live, we keep rolling right along. Keep those questions coming, questions, comments. uh, Before the break, John, talking about uh, tomatoes and uh, so on and so forth. And uh, again, GardenAmerica.com. We will have dwarf tomatoes probably in April.
2: You know, one other thing we have that uh, I want to let our listeners know, because they won't be available for much longer, uh, is a grafted cucumber called Lime Crisp. And our good friend Alice at Loghouse Plants was really excited about this. She said it's the best cucumber that she's ever eaten. Hmm. It it looks like a, a really light lime, almost chartreuse color, and is so crunchy, you can eat the skin and everything.
1: Just take it and eat the whole thing, right? That's
2: right. right. So like uh, There's only a few of those, though, and they're only available right now for shipping. And I noticed some people are ordering them for... Uh, shipment towards the end of April. We're not going to have any then. So yeah, if you now. do want it, you need to, to get it now. That variety is called Lime Crisp. Lime Crisp yeah. Cucumber. If you Google, you can read about it on our website or you can uh, Google Lime Crisp Cucumber and, and read about it and see what you think. But Alice tried it last year and just raved about it this year. said, so okay, never so tasted a better cucumber. Great recommendation from Alice. Yeah. Alice always has. She's a, the leading edge of everything that's new.
1: Two or three years ahead of everybody else? Yeah. What's, Tiger, what's, your, what's your buddy Tiger working on over there? I'm trying
0: to figure out how to edit the Oh, that's description right. thing on the Facebook. Yeah, if, if anybody knows how to use the new Facebook Live producer... Give me a call because because what you were con- able to they, do last week
1: you can't do now. Well, that's
0: the frustrating thing with Facebook is that sometimes they don't give you notifications of changes. They don't realize that I was I was good on it last yeah. week, and then this week they change
1: things. And if and they do change it, how about a little note on what you need to yeah, do now, right? Yeah, figure it out. Go to YouTube and figure call it out. It
0: Mark about that issue. That's
1: the other one. <laughs> Uh, Let's see. What else? Uh, I think we've caught up on everything as far as uh,
0: questions. So one thing that I saw in the news a lot, and John was ahead of this, you had mentioned there was some research done about how putting your hands in the soil actually changed someone's mental being the other day. Soothing.
1: Very soothing. And it's been
0: a lot in the news lately about gardening and how you know getting into the garden and what you should do now and how it kind of helps calm people and how... um, you know, it um, changed their mental beings, really grounds them. And I was looking no at... No pun intended, right? Exactly. It grounds people. And, um, and I was looking at the the new articles about all of this study and all of the info on it. And I was thinking about myself because I feel I garden a lot, but it's also my job. You know, like today I'm going to go out to someone's house. So, And then I really enjoy doing it at my house, but... Um, and I feel that feeling when I'm working in my own home. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going with not, this, but not, you know, when I'm working in other people's houses. It's different. It's a it job. It is different. And so I started recognizing that that you know I'm like okay, like this is okay, but then now this is you know not okay, you know, and it kind of stresses you out when you're doing <laughs> it at someone else's house. Because um, you're going to
1: leave there and not enjoy it, and you're doing it for somebody else.
0: Yeah, and I do it's feel work. I I do feel joy when I. We do a good job, and you know that's right. nice. But it's different feeling than when it's your own house. And you know, when I was walking around the yard this week, taking those pictures of the paintbrush, Lily, the California poppies, the uh-huh. freesias. Well, you were happy. I was super happy. And you know, these are all things that are just happening in my yard. You know, some of them I gave some assistance to, but that paintbrush, really, Lily, I haven't touched it or even looked at it since last spring. Uh-huh. That's just all by itself. And that was yeah, that's really cool. neat. That yeah. was really neat.
1: Now, is that a part of the yard where you, you're no. in a lot or you, no. you're not? No, and so. that's the fun
0: part yeah. about it is that – in order to, it was like an Easter egg hunt that I had this week. John knows. It's like a, little, about yeah, a surprise, yeah. Finding these little nooks and crannies with my plants that are planted here and there, and being able to poke around the garden and be like, "Oh, look at it's coming up now."
1: It's like Tiger, look what nature did for you. Exactly. Here you go, buddy. Here's a here's a little nugget for you.
0: Yeah. So so I I liked that feeling in my own yard, and I felt that was really.
1: You good. know, this might be a really bad comparison, but the closest thing that I can. Uh, Compare that to is, you know, announcing the Aztec basketball games. So when I'm working a game, I'm working. And I'm watching the game, but I've got the work mode on. I've got a lot to do. As a fan, if I watch it on TV or watch the team in another uh, venue when I'm not working... I can't watch. I'm too nervous. I piece up and down. I change the channel. I've got a whole different state of mind when I'm watching as a fan compared to when I'm working. Oh, yeah? So, I do understand what you're talking about as far as the dichotomy of one thing to the other. Yeah. That it's a different state of mind. It's just different. Yeah. So, I I get it.
2: Well, that's probably true with even playing sports because, you know, a lot of people enjoy playing sports. But if you're a professional athlete... And you know that's your job, and you're right. getting paid for it. You probably don't have the same type of enjoyment.
1: Yeah, I think I think you're right. Everyone's a little different, but yeah, that that's a good comparison. Hey, do we have uh, zucchini, John? Laverne wants to know.
2: Oh, no squash this year.
1: Aw, it's too much work. We have previously though, but. Something else to learn? Well, the the one zucchini
2: that we used to carry was, because it was so difficult for people to find, was Costata Romanesco. And it's an Italian zucchini that's ribbed. Uh, Costata means ribbed in Italian, and Romanesco is the one from Rome. So it's the Wouldn't that be a great
1: name for an actor?
2: Costata Romanesco. Romanesco. (laughs) (laughs) But the, the nice thing about that is it's not watery like other zucchini. It's very meaty mm. and uh, probably one of the best tasting squashes out there. So it's ribbed, ribbed. So see if you can buy um, uh, seed somewhere, right? Yeah. Look online, uh, Costata Romanesco, Baker Creek, maybe. Yeah, I'm sure you can find it. Yeah. But I do know in past years that this even the seed was very difficult to find. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: So hopefully that helps Laverne as far as pointing you in the right direction. Uh,
0: you know, mentioning seeds. So I did something this week at the nursery. I've been busy at the nursery this week. Good um, for you, tiger. But um I had all those loofahs that I had from my plant. Right. And I had each loofah produces a ton of seeds. Wow. A ton of seeds. Like it was amazing how many seeds fall out of these loofahs. And so I gathered them all and I had them all. And so the plan was for this spring. So I put out a dish this week on the cash registers at the nursery with a bunch of loofah seeds. And I put a couple of loofahs as examples and I put out there and I said, um, you know, take three seeds to grow your own loofahs, you know, and then share them with us online with this hashtag. I think we did, you know, mhn 2020 or something. So... To inspire, hopefully, people to grow their own loofah. Because I had a ton of loofah seeds that I'm like, what am I going to do with these? So I thought I'd put them out there for people to grow their own loofah. Did they take them? Yeah, I mean we're, we have them out so people if they how go big to the how nursery. How big is a
1: lufus seed? I mean,
0: it, it's like a uh, pumpkin. Like a pumpkin seed. Yeah, okay, pumpkin that's seed. good. Yeah, good yeah, it's good yeah. size. Okay, that's yeah. good. And um, they're really easy to grow. I felt I don't think that they're a difficult plant to grow. They're going to need to grow up on something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, unlike a cucumber or squash that maybe you put on the ground, usually want to have them elevated. But um, yeah, they. Um, I, so, if you know, you know, we'll see who, who grows wonderful loofahs this spring.
2: You you probably don't remember this, but in the uh, 60s and 70s, uh, in the fall, most of the independent garden centers would get in this huge brandy snifter and it would be loaded with uh, you would, oh, with uh, sweet peas, bulk sweet peas, and you would buy them by the shot glass full. Yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> well, you and my dad would tell me about that. Oh, and, really? And he has yet to go back to that marketing. I think that's great
0: marketing. Yeah. <laughs>
2: we need to do that again. Why not? Yeah. It would be fun. Yeah. I guess if you wanted to, I, I don't remember if they were mixed varieties or, or what they were, but there was something people did all the time.
1: Hey, John, new affiliate. We talked about Bakersfield a while back. So yeah. Robert says, welcome to Bakersfield, K-E-R-N.
2: Oh great!
1: So hey, yay! Big shout out to Bakersfield.
2: Yeah, yeah. Bakersfield's a fantastic area for for growing things. Hot too. Very. And hot. we mentioned that one of the world's leading breeders of roses, uh, independent breeders, is in Bakersfield. Doctor uh, Jim Sproul, who has done almost all the halthemia breeding. That's really popular now. As a matter of fact, some of his roses, or at least one of them, is on the catalog cover of Star Roses. Really? Yeah. Oh.
0: There's, there's a, I forget her name, the Star Rep came in this week and said to say hi to you.
1: Yeah, I can't remember. Wow. Remember. Who would that be, John?
2: I, I don't know, because the only Star Rep I knew had been there for many, many years, and he must have just retired.
1: Yeah, but your name precedes you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't Anybody know, in Roses knows John. Oh, yeah, John. Yeah, or, or they want to know him. They, they pretend they know
2: him. <laughs> you want to know my latest? Uh, you think that I talk a lot about roses, but there's so much that is left unsaid.
1: Of, of course, and we've got a break coming up in about 27 seconds here. All
2: right, I'll tell you. right, I'll tell you about what I went through to try to order some roses from Holland. And
1: uh, I'm going to ask you a question about a rose. Okay. When we come back after this on BizTalk Radio and Facebook Live, stick with us, Facebook Live. We are coming back almost immediately. final segment here on uh, Facebook Live, Biz Talk Radio. Thank you so much. Appreciate you joining us. And again, questions, comments on Facebook. Go to uh, GardenAmerica.com to order whatever you need. Well, not everything, but we have a lot, John, discussed uh, this morning, tomatoes, so on and so forth. Uh, Before the break, John, we were talking about getting into a discussion about roses. So uh, go ahead.
2: Well, there was a Dutch rose breeder, uh, Versuren, who had a lot of hybrid teas from the late 19, 1910, maybe from 1910 to 1950 that have disappeared from commerce. and a lot of people thought they were extinct, That's were extinct 40 years. Wow. But I found out that they were now available from a, a company in Holland. So I tried to place an order with them, and obviously I can't bring them to the United States, so I was going to have them shipped to France and then have our friends John and Becky Hook in France grow cuttings for us and ship them here to us. But the order had to be placed in Dutch so trying to John
1: went to a translator. Well, I Google went to Translate. Google Google
2: Translate <laughs> trying to get things back and forth and I got everything done and then it came down to the point where it said click here to get an estimate on shipping. And so I clicked and then it came up that I was going to pick them up at the nursery. Mm-hmm. And I kept going back and forth and there was no way I could get it. So I sent an email to them and sent in Dutch. I said, I'm having trouble with the translating, and this is what I'm trying to do. Do you ship to France? So, you waiting to see. we'll see what happens. I had 20, I think about 20 roses that I was trying to order.
1: Now, I want you to, to describe this rose for not just my benefit to hear it again, but Tiger, you can paraphrase, John. What? I want you to describe the Eleanor Roosevelt rose.
2: Oh, no. What you're referring to, I think, is not the actual description, but what Eleanor Roosevelt said about that rose. Okay, that's even a better setup. Right. And what she had said which she was talking to a group of people and she said that I once had a rose named after me and was honored until I read the description in the catalog and the description in the catalog said, no good in a bed, but fine up against the wall.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's right. I I, that's oh, great. Man. Yeah. And that's actually a rose that I'm trying to get from. Pretty hard to get from where, your. Oh, it's impossible in the United States. It's really? uh, here. Yeah. Eleanor
0: Roosevelt tough one, huh?
2: Yeah. I'll tell you, one rose that I just got that was extinct in the United States, I believe, was President Eisenhower. Now, wouldn't you think that. That right. would still be here.
1: Okay, here's a. I, maybe we talked about this before, but it got me thinking because you know, I, I want to come up with a rose name and become famous. <laughs> Is there a rose named after Axel?
2: Mm.
1: Axel Rose.
2: I don't. I don't come on. Oh, that would be a good Come on. Huh. I, I still yeah. think your other one was better and someone did take that name. Yeah, yeah you were saying, yeah. But Axel Rose.
1: Axel Rose. John, if there's not, we have to we have to get it today.
2: There's one called Axel. And then you just kind of assume. And there's Axel Khan. But there's no Axel Rose. No Axel Rose. Well, <laughs> there you, you go. Know, I d- I would never buy a rose called Axel Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I was never a big fan of Guns N' Roses. I
1: don't. But that doesn't matter. Forget what you want.
2: <laughs> is there a gun? Is there a Guns
1: N' Roses? <laughs> I'm oh, pretty sure. Roses.
2: No. Yeah, a black metallic rose with.
1: Yeah, black, yeah, yeah.
2: I told you that uh, last year I got a rose called A Whiter Shade of Pale.
1: Procol Harum. Yeah. yeah. Mm.
2: Conquistador, too, right? Oh, yeah,
1: great song. Conquistador, yeah. yeah. Whiter Shade, Shade of pale, pale was based on a uh, bronze melody, I think.
2: Was it? Mm hmm. You look
1: mm-hmm. it up. For those that recall the 60s and 70s. Oh, look at a, robo- a robocall. Bronze melody.
0: What's what's a Brahms melody? No,
1: the, the composer Brahms. Oh, okay. Yeah, a melody, so a melody. That, and I forget, I forget which one it was. So it was a compo- that a composer, composer ba- the melody, yeah, based on that. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah.
1: Okay, we got. To, let's right. see, we're we're getting close to the top of the hour here for BizTalk Radio. What did you find out, John?
2: No, no, no Guns
0: N' Roses. So this week. Um, more rain projected for right. San Diego County and Southern California. I
2: think just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, <laughs> and Sunday, though. Yeah.
1: Well, you predicted it but, right last week.
0: But, um, you know, I'm going to be busy weeding because I I think what's going to happen is all this rain is going to happen, and then it's going to get warm real quick.
2: You read the newsletter, right? Yeah. Saw the little guy. Yeah, weeding, exactly. So. We stay ahead on the
0: weeding because I think it's going to get out of hand because unlike what we said in the beginning of the show where it's a little bit late for some of the native wildflower blooms to come up, it's perfect time for all the weeds to come up. And so if it's raining this late in the spring and then we get a warm spell... There's going to be a lot of weeds that come out with this.
2: Well, if you notice how fast the grasses grow, yeah, because when they when they first start to come up and they're they're green, you're really excited and going, oh, everything's turning green again, but those grasses quickly become knee high.
0: Yes. Oh man. So I'm going to be busy with that. A little bit of fertilizing, but I've been staying on top of that. Um, And I I'm worried about my potocarpus hedge. I've cut off the watering. But that area is getting really wet, and I'm hoping that they don't get overwhelmed. I would think that area would drain well though because it's on top of that slope, yeah, but the neighbors behind uh-huh. their their landscape drains oh, into right that. into that area yes so um so where's the neighbors? yeah, it is it is the neighbors.
2: <laughs> did you ever try? I don't know if we talked about it, but did you try uh, spraying that area with sapinin?
0: uh yes. Yes, I did. Did it work? And I did some planting, and it did work. Yeah. Yeah, to help with the drainage. And I had an avocado tree that I planted down lower, and I used the saponin, and it worked as well for the drainage. Because I filled up, when I was planting this avocado tree, it's a 24-inch box. I put water in it. And that water didn't go away for, like, three or four (laughs)
2: days. It was just sitting in this hole. I was like, oh, that's not good for for an avocado tree. And Uh, when you put the sap in, how quickly did it drain?
0: Oh, I I mean, I put it in in the afternoon, and by the next morning, it was gone. It was gone. That's great. Yeah.
1: Well, we've got to see about 30 seconds. Wrap things up here. Final uh, quotes, final comments, John? Anything? We're
2: coming back next week.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Coming back next week. Send me some pictures of what's
2: exciting on your... um, I will. In your backyard. I will. I will, absolutely. Because you've got a lot of new things coming up. And I will. I'll have to post the picture of your banana. Please do. Your red banana. It looks really it. good. I've always wanted it
1: posted. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. Tiger, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Have a great week, everybody. John Bagnasco. I'm Brian Maine. And again, I will send you those pictures, John. Thank you for tuning in Facebook Live and, of course, Biz Talk Radio. Have a great week. Be safe out there. Here in San Diego or wherever it's raining, drive slow. Take care. <laughs>